Hello, hello. Time for my afternoon coffee break with you guys. Um, some thoughts that I wanted to share. I actually thought about this. So I saw someone post on LinkedIn. Actually, it was Harry Stebbings. Um, if you guys know, he he runs a podcast called 20 BC and interviews a lot of investors and now founders and um, just kind of posts a lot of like startup investor related stuff. And he was saying like one of the traits, one of the interesting kind of, um, uh, I guess, characteristics of some of the most successful founders that he has interviewed is that almost all of them have moved around a lot when they were kids. Um, like they were used to starting things from scratch and uh, kind of getting, you know, up and running in a new place and new surrounding uh, with new people and so on. And I started thinking about that and I'm like, geez, I was totally that person. I mean, we moved a lot when I was a kid. Um, but also when I think about the actual places like cities where I've lived, um, I've lived in six different cities across, uh, well, five different countries. And two of those were when I was a kid. So kind of slightly different experience, right? I mean, your mom and dad makes the decision of, you know, moving somewhere and you're just kind of, you know, roll with that, right? And you kind of have the support of your family and, you know, your siblings and so on. But then as an adult, four times I've actually moved like cities and countries as an adult. And that was my own decision. But also that did not include a support network, right? Like I didn't have my family or my parents or like anybody, my friends. Um, I was starting from scratch. Um, so I actually, the first time I moved on my own was when I was 19 and I moved to Brussels, Belgium to do an internship at an EU office. And it was such an amazing opportunity for a 19 year old. Like my parents actually were the ones who encouraged me to take the leap. Uh, and they were like, of course you're going to go. And I guess, you know, they just knew me really well. They knew that I was going to love it despite the fear. Um, and obviously it ended up being a really, really amazing experience. And, and I think that was the first time when I really realized also like, hell, like I can do this on my own. Like I go to a new place. I don't know anybody. And I start making friends. I partied a lot. I shopped. I mean, <laughs> I did all of those things. And so it was a, an incredible experience. And I think that really for me was what I think just kind of sealed the deal for me uh, in terms of like the world is such a big and fascinating place and I can find home anywhere I go. Um, and so after that, you know, after I graduated, I did my master's in Finland and I moved to Berlin, same thing, started from scratch. And that was hard too, because, you know, I obviously, I knew that I was only going to stay in Berlin for six months, but I, you know, I had to, or, or I wanted to rather find a job because I just wasn't someone who would just like hang, hang out there for doing nothing. Um, and I, I moved there with my, you know, boyfriend at the time. And so, you know, I went to job interviews and I just, you know, a lot of them were, most of them were in German. I had studied German in school, but it was a very different thing to study something in a classroom and then go and do a job interview in it. Um, and again, I was just very much like, just dived in, was like, I'm going to do this. And and I ended up landing a job and I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, I had a master's in economics and business and I was like an intern, like updating somebody's Facebook page, but it was a German. My old colleagues spoke German. I was very proud of myself. Um, and again, it was kind of like, okay, I can do this. I could even do this in, in a foreign like language. Um, this is pretty cool. And then I moved to Singapore, uh, which is obviously where I stayed for almost a decade. Then I really, really made myself home. And again, that was a different experience because I'd never been to Asia, not even 
um, on, you know, a holiday. So the first time I touched down in Singapore was my first ever time in Asia. And so there, well, the good thing was that everyone speaks English in, in Singapore. It's one of the official languages. So that was relatively easy. But I mean, the culture is so different, right? I mean, the, the, the Asian culture, and it was all exciting and good. But when you actually, it's a very different thing to go to a different country and stay there for like a month, knowing you don't really have to integrate. You're just there as a tourist, like doing all the cool stuff and like making the most out of everything that is like different and exotic and exciting. But it's a very different thing when you know that you're going to stay, you need to find a job. And I remember I was like, applying for jobs. I started applying for jobs immediately. I was like, I do not want to be home. I just want to go and work. And I remember applying for like a lot of media and marketing related jobs. And now looking back, I was applying to like, you know, Singapore government, like owned corporation, media corporations. Like they're not going to, they're not going to hire a foreigner with no visa. You know what I mean? Little did I know, but I was literally, I sent so many applications and that was probably the first time in my life where like, it really, it really felt a little hard, right? It took me four months to land a job. And I felt like, you know, I'd done that a couple of times before. So this was like my third time as an adult going to a different country and and kind of starting everything from scratch. And I felt like a little bit of a fatigue, I guess, to an extent, like, you know, part of you is like, oh, this is so exciting. And I'm so grateful. And this is amazing. And then part of you is like, fuck, like, I just want to, I just want someone to know who I am and what I've done. I just want someone to look at my CV and be like, oh, this company, like nobody obviously knew any of my previous experience because it wasn't in Europe. Like, you know, having been an assistant in an EU office, like was completely relevant for Asians. Right. Um, So it's definitely an interesting experience. And again, then fast forward a few years, once I started to, you know, once I got a job and I had colleagues and I kind of started to understand how Singapore works and I, I got to know the locals and I had friends, you know, and, and you kind of have a life Then you look back at it. You're like, Oh, it was totally worth it. And it was, but in the moments like those, it's not a joke. It's a hard thing to do. Um, and then obviously finally, you know, three years ago when I moved to New York, I literally packed my bags and moved in again. It was never, I've never really planned any of these things. I'm never sitting here being like, oh, I want to move to a new country. It, it just happens. I really go where the opportunity is. And I think for me, it's so important that I don't restrict myself like geographically. I mean, some people are like, oh, I don't want to live too far from my family or my friends, or I don't want to go to a country if I don't know the language or the culture, whatever, right? But you're restricting yourself at the end of the day, right? Which is fine. But for me, I I went where the opportunities were. Um, and so, you know, coming to America, it just meant, okay, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to go to, you know, New York and I'm going to make it my home. And again, there's there was this mix of excitement. Well, of course, I was starting my own startup. So it was exciting, but scary as shit. And then you go to not just a new country. I feel like America for me was, America is different. Like, you know, guys, Amer- Americans are different and America is different. And the way how it's being talked about is like this very competitive, different, like you really have to stand out here. And I have to say, it's way harder, I think, to stand out here, probably because there there's a lot of competition. There are a lot of people. Um, and Americans are great with like, you know, selling and storytelling and all that stuff. Right. Um, which, you know, I'm not a very typical fan in the sense that I'm very extroverted. I talk a lot. I, I love that whole storytelling part. So when I'm in the Nordics, I stand out, 
when I'm in Asia, I stand out. But when I'm here, I really have to work for it. You know what I mean? Um, which again, just makes me, you know, want to develop and be better. Um, and I think it's been super, super helpful. And I think that because of this mentality of like, I have, I'm so used to starting from scratch. I'm so used to operating in uncertainty, not knowing what's going to happen in, you know, next year or even next month. Um, I feel like it's helped me as a founder because, you know, in a startup, obviously things change all the time. Nothing is constant, like not a single freaking thing. And so you have to not just tolerate uncertainty. You have to thrive in it. Like you have to go to bed and just not dream about work. I, I literally honestly never dream about work. I dream about some other things. I've definitely had a lot of stress in my life over the past few years that has to do not so much with work per se, but more uncertainties of life, like financials, where I'm like visa, where I'm going to live. Then there was this whole COVID scenario. So a lot of stress um, and just like, am I doing the right thing? You know, is this going to work out? All these, all these questions, right? But not really specifically related to work. I've always been really good at shutting my brain down in the evening and not dreaming about work. And I think that these experiences of me going living all around the world have really helped me. They've shaped me to become a better founder. I understand why some of the most successful founders have been very mobile and have um, had that experience of starting um, from scratch. And so I'm really, really grateful for that. And the only thing that I'm wondering sometimes is like, am I now so used to this that like, will I ever be able to quote unquote settle I hate that word, by the way. I, I hate the word settle. It's just, it's such a boring, it's like, oh, like settling. Like now I'm here and I'm never going to go anywhere. Like how the hell are you supposed to even know? So I don't really use that word, but you know what I mean? Just like, would I even, I mean, there was a period of time not that long ago when I was like, I don't, I don't even know if I like ever want to like buy a house and have a garden, whatever. Right? Like I'm not that person. I'm like, I just want to go wherever I want. Maybe I won't even ever like buy a piece of property. I'm just going to like rent because I can just pack my bags and go. But at the end of the day, I mean, at some point, of course, you you want to maybe start feeling like you are stationed somewhere to an extent. Um, so I don't know if I'll ever have that feeling if I'll ever really enjoy just being in one place or maybe I will maybe once I'll get to the point where I know that I've achieved the things that I want like I'm I'm let's say I've like built up my business to where it's thriving it's successful I can say yes I made it like maybe at that point I'll be like oh, okay cool now I can just chill um I don't know but um but I think that I'm, I'm always going to be super open to new adventures and new opportunities and just Whatever life throws at me, I feel like I am very equipped to handle that and to make the most out of it. And um, and I think that yeah, that's uh, that's highly because I have I have taken all these opportunities in life before.